podcast went up. Here is a project that I still believe is the best one I've ever done. Um, I was on a plane, no Wi-Fi. I got motivated and basically put out almost like an album, like a mixed tape of nine or ten different titled tracks where I had different thoughts on different subject matters. And one or two really got me choked up. Just a perfect Sunday uh, podcast, in my opinion. Something to really get you going for the week ahead. Hope you enjoy it. Please hit me up on Twitter, Gary so I can check out the feedback and uh, have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday, Sunday night, uh, Monday morning, if you're catching it now, um, and, uh, and any day, for that matter. Enjoy. It's very raw. Very so raw. raw that you don't think it can do as well as it can if we do something else. You know what I love? When you go on keynote and you're changing your thoughts, this is that step where you're formulating them? Correct. No, I don't think we need 45 minutes of it. I think you're wrong. Okay. We do what you're saying all the time. You have to have an off-speed pitch to set up your fastball. Even if the project doesn't succeed, it's a success. Guys, this is amazing. You have to understand, it's a, I, I for sure don't think it's gonna go viral. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm just talking. I can't wait to hear what Andy says. I want it this way because I think of things as a holistic thing, not in a silo. Yeah, no, and I just want, we need to package that. That, that your energy. words, when it's released, on the dot com. Meaning like, Great, meaning guess what? You just fucking recorded yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I know. So dear fucking fans. Do you want these 11 tracks? Do, they def- do we definitely want them to be video? Versus audio only? Yes. We definitely want them to be video, okay. We want video, audio, and the written okay. word. I Listen, I totally get it. If you think of it in the micro. I think the macro of it is what helps the overall well, thing. Well, that's what I was, when D-Rock and I were talking, basically he's like, some of it's hard to watch. Just because you're forming it, and I was like. That's interesting, nobody's no, no. ever seen that from me. Well, and that's why, and I was, and I was like, yeah, but like that's, 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 that's how, the I was like, that's his whole theory about everything. Well, that's why we want to package it in like, the document. Not, no, great finish. news, great news. Literally, hey everybody, that's how we thought about launching this project. Here's your intro to the fucking plane project. I hope you enjoy it. That's meta. From the second week, from the beginning, that's all I want. Track one, intro. Vayner Nation, thank you so much for listening to The Plane Project. This, uh, <laughs> I just wanna give a huge shout out to Serendipity. If the uh, Wi-Fi was not broken on my flight from Sweden to New York, this would have never happened. Kind of uh, just got my work done, sat and just started thinking and somehow got ridiculously inspired. Please bear with me with the quality of the audio. Obviously I was in the air and in that zone. I hope you enjoy this kind of a new kind of project concept, just a kind of like almost like a rant album. I'm very proud of it. I have a funny feeling a lot of you will get tremendous value out of it. And for some reason I was able to dig a little deeper than normal with a lot of the content. Um, and I would love to know which one of your, which one was your favorite rant. Enjoy this, enjoy this, enjoy this. See ya. Track two, my current mindset. Sometimes things are just meant to be. No Wi-Fi on this flight put me in a mindset. Not having a whole lot of work left to do put me in a mindset. This time, this moment, put me in a mindset. And the mindset is real simple. I told me so many of your emails.
friends in the DMs right now. So many, so many people coming from so many different backgrounds, so many different ages, heritages, religions, experiences. And when I'm sitting here, I'm just saying to myself, my God, everybody's got something, you know? Everybody's sitting right now as they're watching this video, and they've got something that they're dwelling about, something that's pulling them down, something that's holding them back, something that's happened a long time ago, or something that's going on right now. It just feels intense for me right this second, you know? It feels really, really hardcore for me. Just consuming all this content, all these questions. And I'm in this circumstance where people want to ask me. And I feel so gifted about it. I don't know if I'm up to the task or not every time, but I know my intent is. And I know I desperately want to just make this video and let everybody know that everybody's got something. So many people around, around all those people, and you think they've got it better. You default into thinking somebody's got a little more privileged, a little better. Somewhere along the line, I heard somebody say, all of us are... <laughs> All of us are born with a gift and a curse, right? Either we have too much or we have too little. And I get that. And I get that. And I think about it. it's not where you start, it's where you finish. And I see things that people don't. I see things that people don't see. Like people that are gifted with privilege and it cripples them and it fucks them from the get. And they've lost before they've started. And obviously people that are born with so little in such different, difficult circumstances. Everybody's got the trash. 
Everybody has got the pain. It puts us all on equal footing. They come in different shapes and sizes. But to that fucking person, it's theirs. And so please, my friends, please, please understand that everybody has something. Everybody's got their fucking pain. Now it's an even playing field. Deploy empathy and deploy confidence in yourself. Because nobody's judgment on you means shit. Because they've got something to You know why I roll with peace? Or as close to as it gets? Because I just know that truth. That truth I put on a fucking pedestal. It's been in me the whole time. And it took this circumstance on this flight to help me articulate it a little bit. And everybody's got something, and so I feel bad for them. And I don't value them. Nobody's opinion of me matters more than myself. And I don't judge anybody. Because I don't know their fucking reality. Because everybody's got something. Everybody. Track 3. The Flow of Judgment in a Social World. Please stop judging. Please, just please stop judging. It's just so obvious and clear. Now that everybody's got a pen and a paper. It's a phone. Now that everybody's got a pen and a paper. Judgment is fucking flying from every, every dimension, every angle. Everybody's judging and I'm just asking you please to stop. Share, share. But build people up, don't drag them down. Judgment coming from all angles, in all streams, all the time, 24-7. Who the fuck are you to judge? Who the fuck do you think you are? I just am flabbergasted by people's inability to realize the hypocrisy of the judgments. They're gonna be exposed, you're gonna be exposed. Do you understand? Don't judge. You can, you can judge in your mind. Let it fester, let it articulate. Be thoughtful. Don't be quick to judge. Look at yourself first. Just because you may not be doing A, you might be doing C. Is there a difference? One of the biggest weaknesses of all of us as people, as entrepreneurs, as content creators, is we spend energy on judging someone else because we create a fake narrative in our head at that moment that makes us feel better. If you were in a mindset where judging and dragging somebody else down contributes to your happiness, you fundamentally fucking lost this game. And I implore you, I beg of you, I hope of you, that maybe this second starts the process of going in the other direction. Offense always beats defense. In this new world of communication where everybody has the power to share, judgment of others is at an all-time high in its distribution, but my friends, this has been the way it's always been from the get. Nothing has changed. Technology is exposing us, not changing us. It's time that we look at each other and understand what we really are and deal with the harsh, harsh, harsh truths of some of our shortcomings and judgment of others is at the tippy top. I look at so many entrepreneurs and so many business people and so many of you that watch me to try to achieve, spend a disproportionate 50, 70, 90% of the times judging somebody else for that quick shot of adrenaline or happiness or that fake fucking boost that they get stuck on and they don't break through. I will not judge you, you're you. I will talk about my truths, I will debate you and the things that I don't believe. Who the fuck am I? I'm zero. 
I'm nobody. I will not judge you. You do you. Do it the right way. Do it the way that will build for your legacy. Allow it to be in a way that when everybody judges, that those eight billion people judge you correctly the way you wish they would, the way that would make your grandkids proud. But I will spend zero of my moments judging. Zero. And I implore you to do the same. Track four, the power of pulling from both sides. High, low, high, low, left, right, opposite directions. Pull from them. Understand the balance of confidence and humility. Understand that art and science. Understand that these balances are playing out in our society. Find your balance in your extremes. Hold those opposite feelings and try to make diamonds out of the friction. I spent so much time trying to reconcile what I am on the field and what I am off the field. Why? Why when I'm on business? You know, why am I when I'm in business with my jersey on? Why when I'm on stage? Why when I'm debated? Why when I'm interviewed? Why when I'm in a pitch? Why? Why am I so fierce and hungry and chip on shoulder and win? Not win at all costs, win with proper costs, with respect to the fucking game. But why off the field? <laughs> why one-on-one? -on -one? Do I hate confrontation? Do I want to bring more value to the other person? That I want happiness and positivity. What looks like the opposite isn't necessarily, but I try to understand the differences. I try to understand. I try to figure out the balance of the feelings that bloom inside of me when I'm off and on the field. And I believe so many of you are so different professionally than you are in your regular life. And the analogy that jumps to me is 100% the sports analogies that I understand the best, which is how many of you on the athletic field are a different version of who you are off the field. And for me, for me, that's my truth of how I play in business and how I peacock and struggle and fight to win that game fairly, the right way, and how off the field I will shake that competitor's hand and I wish them nothing but the best. I want to destroy all my competitors in business, but boy, in real life, do I wish nothing but health and happiness and all good for them. I want to win in that context. Please, please start trying to understand the things that make you tick in your extreme differences that you pull from other directions because in there is the magic, in there is the happiness for the rest of your life. Try to reconcile and create frameworks and conversations and debates with yourself to how you can pull in different directions, have different aspects of your game, be different in different scenarios and reconcile them and make them a clean, complex, understanding, concoction. Take a great bottle of wine, it's a blend. You've gotta find the right balance of those five or six grapes and that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I want for you. I don't know if I'm in the, in the midst of making my project. I feel like I am right now. This is already the third video, and I feel like I'm about to bust out another five or six. It was a moment for me. A moment of, not clarity, but I'm in tune to where I am and what's happening. My ambitions and my realities, the things I'm feeling, 
so much good is about to happen. So much good is about to happen. And if you're looking at the bad, you're missing the opportunities to be a part of it. Loud and aggressive positivity is needed now more than ever. Yin and yang, right? You can share your concerns and auditing the negative aspects of the macro human climate right now, business-wise, politics, art, science, all of it. But please, be in reverse as well and speak your positive truths and see all the incredibleness and understand how much opportunity there is. Find your balance in your left and right, your dark and light, your open and closed, you're aggressive and passive. Find your balance and communicate it. Track five, the modern scale of giving. Why are you so confused? This shit is so simple. You have to give. Give, 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 give. It has never been more practical to be a good person in the history of life. It has never, ever been more practical than right this second to be somebody that gives because of the way communication is now structured in our society that the ability for everybody to distribute it is in play and that the truth and karma has never been more practical and powerful. Please, my friends, step up and start doing more good. Please understand that doing the right thing behind the scenes, not publicly tweeting your donations to look good or showing concern because it's the right thing to do in a tweet. No, stuff that people don't see. Do the right thing right now. Do the good, do the truth, give the goods. Because the practicality and the strength and the leverage historically and the leverage that you're building for your life and the fact that somebody and nobody, somebody and everybody is always watching, always. Give, give, give. And then if you need to ask, Understand that the key to the give, give, give strategy is zero expectation. So many of you are giving and giving and giving with the thought of what you're gonna get in return. And my friends, that is not giving, that is manipulating the outcome in the midterm. And that will also be exposed because it all will, because that's what's playing out. Wrap your head around what technology is doing. It is bringing light light, my friends, is bringing light to the shadows of the game, and this is why the good, the giving, the providing value has never been more important. That dollar eighty strategy that I put out on Instagram that so many of you are winning from, so many of you are winning from right now, do you understand that it works for the little, the people that only have 80 followers, but it works even more, even more for the big. So many of you have such big platforms. Please use them to give. You can do it publicly like I do plenty with this kind of content for free. Do your thing. You can entertain comedy and music and entertaining skits. Bring so much value. You're bringing escapism to other people. Letting them take their mind off their troubles. I believe in that shit so much. But please also read those comments. Read those DMs. Read your emails. Pick somebody every day. Do something financially, emotionally. Giving has never been more practical and never been more powerful because the depths of how it can be reached 
and passed on and the stories being told are greater than ever. Word of mouth infrastructure is at the core of the social media revolution, the evolution of the internet itself right now and everything is being exaggerated. Everything. Beauty and skills and darkness and light. And be on that team. Please give, if you can, something more daily, always, forever. Track six, parents, please understand. Parents, I get more emails about parents, from parents, talking to me about their kids than ever. More messages, more reaching out, more than ever. So since I'm in the middle of my project, I might as well address it. Parents, please let them win on their terms, not yours. Your children, your children are not a direct indication of who you are. They're a byproduct, there's proxies, there's things. But so many of you are deploying your insecurities about yourself on your children because you genuinely care about what people around you are saying about them. Other families, other friends, other relatives talking about your kids, you value more to them. You value their POVs, excuse me, more than listening to your own children. And when I say listening, you have to be able to decode an eight-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 17-year-old, a 20-year-old. It's not necessarily the words when you actually get into an emotional or real conversation. It's their actions. It is your job as a leader of a business, of a family, to reverse engineer the players in the game and put them in the best position to succeed. And the thought that so many of you, thank you, and the thought that so many of you are parenting your children, predicated on your short-term fulfillment of other people's opinions, devastates the shit out of me. And one day will devastate you too. And probably devastates you right now. And so if that line hit you directly in your fucking heart or your brain or your consciousness, please do something about it. I may never make a video more important to me than this. I'm a byproduct of the most incredible parents who disproportionately put me in a position to succeed because they were confident in who they were and did not allow other people to judge them and allowed me to live in happiness and be who I was. And I read a hundred messages a day from parents that know they're not. So please parents, please understand that your concern of being judged by artificial truths is positioning your children not to fulfill the happiness that you have to want for them. Your inability to understand how the landscape changes over the next 30 to 40 years is overprotecting your children from the victories that they deserve. It also creates an unbelievable weakness for them not to be able to deal. I am able to deal 
because my mother and father put me into a framework that allowed me to fail and allowed me to be me. And I learned, I learned every day of my shortcomings and other people's opinions. A really easy way to not be bullied is to not hear them in the first place. Please don't let your insecurities be imposed and please don't hide them under the false statements that you're trying to do what's right for them. What's right for them is to give them freedom to be themselves as long as it is noble and fair. Do not judge their creativity or the angles they see that you do not see now because history has proven it's practical to understand you can't see it, they can. Please. Please. Track 7. The History of Hate. It's the project. It's the project. It's absolutely the project coming to you from somewhere over Canada. I just don't understand how when you see this world, you don't understand how it all plays out in the end. How in the world do all of you that are spitting hate and distributing hate not realize how history looks at you? You will lose. You will lose, my friends. You'll be lost and human humiliated. My friends, you will lose and be humiliated by history. History will clown on you. Please put your hate back in your pocket and rethink to how you got there that allowed you to actually dislike other human beings. The ultimate user framework. What a disaster. I really, really genuinely hurt for you in the most extreme way. In the most extreme way that you have not figured out that history clowns of your kind. You will lose. You will lose, my friend. You will lose. Please find out who and what created that cell, that negative cell in your heart that you have to immediately, and I mean immediately, reprogram, please understand that you are now exposed till the end of time, that history's hate is lost in history, and yours is on the record to be looked at forever. Please, use this as your wake-up call. Reframe your mindset and your heart because you've got time to change it. And if you don't, you will lose. Track 8 Ambition Aspirations Hunger. There's nothing better. How hungry are you? How much do you really want it? Be proud of your hunger. Do not suppress your ambition. It is a good thing. Build the biggest thing you can build. Do not tear down other people's projects, but do not be embarrassed of wanting to build the biggest project of them all. In that, and if you can accomplish it, you will bring so much joy and happiness. You will create a blueprint for others. You will help so many people. Do not suppress your hunger. Do not allow anybody to tell you it is wrong. Do not tell or let, excuse me, anybody tell you that you're dreaming too big, too high. Have practicality in it. Deploy patience in it. Understand the audacity of it. Do not be exposed for the lack of knowledge of the complexity of it, the grandness of it, 
and what you're asking for. Do not look delusional. Understand it. Learn it. Nurture it. Respect it. And understand that if you understand that if you are one of the lucky few that was given enormous ambition and hunger, it is a power that can drive you all the way through. But please reconcile that and understand how to corral it with kindness. Kindness is the great equalizer to ambition that allows it to become palpable and will create for people to cheer for you along the way, not not enjoy your downfalls, your micro downfalls, which you will have. But please, my friends, understand that ambition will get you there. It is the fuel of success. And when mixed with empathy and the respect of merit and kindness, and when you can respect your ambition more than your own short-term wants and needs, you can enable it to take you so far. I laugh. I laugh at the outside judgment of my success. And I mean in both directions. I thank, I thank so many of you that think it's there. But I laugh because I know how much greater it will be because I understand what my parents and my circumstance did for me. Take very little very little in understanding I was I did not manipulate my ambition I did not create my kindness I'm just a product of but for those of you that are watching me who watch me who stumbled on the virality of this video protect your ambition it is absolutely fundamentally one of your secret sauces but please do not let ambition cloak and trick you into thinking you can do the wrong things. Your ambition does not need to be fulfilled at the expense of others. In fact, when harnessed properly, your ambition should inspire and help so many. Please think about your legacy in your teens and your 20s and your 30s and your 40s. And please, if you are in your 50s and 60s, understand the circumstances of technology have created a format for you to exploit and enjoy that it is not too late for you to rekindle your diminishing ambition that has been quailed by the practicalities of your life that your phone and the distributions of the modern day platforms like YouTube and Instagram and LinkedIn and podcasting create an opportunity for the next three decades of your life to harness your dwindling ambition and take it to the next level, to the starting points. Some of your ambitions are life support and modern technology that you demonize for its shortcomings are actually the anecdote and the potion to create the happiness that you can achieve. And some of you are struggling with your ambition and your ambition gets the best of you and your insecurities mixed with your ambition are allowing you to treat others poorly and allowing you to spend money and create circumstance for you to fake paint a fake picture on social networks of how much success you have. And I promise you that history and 
the smart few understand and feel bad for you, but are cheering for you. Legacy and the human race and the winners that see so clearly today are rooting for you and hoping that you come across a song, a poem, a video, a movie, a piece of communication that gives you the strength to create a framework and a blueprint and a guiding North Star of who you want to be and who you want to be remembered for. I cheer for you both, the opposite sides of the spectrum, the youth and the people that have been tricked into thinking they're old. I'm talking to all you 40 to 90 year olds and shit, some of you 28 year olds. Please, please harness your ambition and mold it into the incredible thing that it can be and the driving force to the happiness of your life. Track nine, no other expectations other than me. I need nothing and you need to learn how to figure that out too. When your expectation of others is zero, when you do not rely on a single person, emotionally or financially, when you start creating the game inside your own head and allowing yourself to have incredible, incredible happiness and peace in your reliance on yourself, when you create a structure, a game, a blueprint, a framework, all my favorite words, when you create that world where you are accountable for everything, your happiness and everybody else's happiness around you, and when you start building the momentum of that framework and you start taking on that responsibility for not just yourself and just your parents and your brother and sister, but then your closest friends and then your closest acquaintances and then acquaintances and then business partners and then people that consume your content and then the ambition to have everybody consume it and take on that responsibility and when you ask and need nothing of any of them, when you create a game, a world, where you no longer put the responsibility on your parents or older brother, your mentor, society, a country, a flag, a race, a creed. When you take on full motherfucking responsibility for yourself in yourself, you require nothing of anybody else. And you create a program that allows you to be at that peace, accountability to the fullest, responsibility for everybody else too, happiness in your selflessness, your selfishness for your selflessness, your ambition to do that for others. When you create that program, when you become that accountable, when you understand that it is on you truly and nobody owes you anything, well then you can get really, really quiet. It gets really, really quiet. And then you can start really achieving something. Please, my friends, please ask nothing of nobody. Please expect zero. Please create a situation that you are not at the mercy of the machine or of that parent. Please eat and create that short-term pain. Learn and enjoy that short-term pain. Respect and adore that humility 
and that accountability and that practicality. And let it be the foundation of your life. Because when you aren't at the mercy of others, you win. Track 10, why 99% of things don't matter. It doesn't matter. 99% of things don't matter. How do you allow yourself to look at the small things, like somebody has a nicer car, or somebody has more followers on Instagram? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that your boss is suppressing you because she or he is flawed and insecure and will block you from the next step. It doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Because you're in control. You're more than welcome to take a step back, to sell your to sell your home, to go rent from a worse apartment, to buy one less pair of shoes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you get these and Fs. You know why? Because when real life kicks, that shit doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your sister's winning or losing. It doesn't matter if your best friend's making $100,000 a year and you haven't figured out who you are. It doesn't matter. My friends, the only thing that matters is how you judge yourself inside your head and do you understand where you're going and how you're gonna do it and how long you have to get there. Because all the things that are being thrown at you on a daily basis that make you judge yourself in the short term don't matter. Literally, 99% of my answers to my management team, my best friends, the ones I care about the most and why during this project, that is pouring out of me with a clarity and an ease that I struggle to, even though I am and always will be a communicator. I have to put this down on film, tape, video, whatever fuck you wanna call it. It just doesn't matter. Do you understand literally every single thing that you can come up with right now to tell me why not, why you can't, why you were dealt the short straw, why it's not meant to be for you. All those artificial doubts that were poured into your brain by your inner circle and your outer game don't matter. Please watch this video every day. Anytime something sucks like shit, remember it doesn't matter in the macro. There are only so few things that you will think about on your deathbed. There are only so few things that will matter to you as you continue to glide and guide through your life. So understand whatever the fuck you're upset about right now fundamentally doesn't matter. It just doesn't. So he broke up with you, he's a fucking loser. So your boss told you you suck, they suck. So your business failed, you sucked. You couldn't figure it out. Pick yourself up, get a job, become practical and go back at it in three years if that's what you are. It all doesn't matter. In the end, what matters is did you do it your way? Did you die on your sword? Did you do it on your feet? Did you listen to yourself? And did you do it the right way? We will all be exposed at the end. We will all be naked at the end. 
and understanding that it does not matter as long as you're doing it the right way and not allowing yourself to value somebody else's opinion or two cents over your own and understanding that many fans boo in the third quarter of a game that a team wins every night. Do not be crippled by the short-term narrative. Do not be crippled by the short-term narrative based on things that do not matter. I did not allow my grades, my circumstance, the judgment that I was working at my daddy's liquor store at 28 and woe is him. None of those things matter in the same way that I don't let the headlines and the covers of the magazines and the admirations for this project to allow me to get anywhere outside my house, to, get, to allow me to get anywhere outside my head on how I'm gonna do this, for how long, and in what way at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter. Track 11, deep respect to the end. If I'm in project mode, I might as well clarify some things that are out there that I really need to get off my chest and it starts with this. I respect you, I respect you, I respect you. So many of you, so many of you have different opinions than I do. Disagree with me, comment, leave your three cents talk behind my back and I want you to know so there is never any confusion that I respect where you're coming from. You come from a different place with different circumstances and different narratives and I will respect it to the end. I really will. As long as your points of view are coming from a place of positivity, added value, debate, intellectual curiosity, I will respect you to no end. And even for the people that are adding their two cents to the conversation of my life. Maybe I'll save my framework of not leaving two cents on your life, but if I don't, there you go. Even for the people that have taken the time to add two cents on my life out of a place of weakness and despair, a need to get a short, dose of happiness and the spitting of their negativity on my framework disguised as constructive criticism or lack of Kool-Aid drinking, I respect it, I understand it, and I deploy unbelievable amounts of gratitude for my parents and my neighborhoods and my homies and my early grit and grind that created the foundation of my life. I respect it, I respect it, I respect it. Spit your truths. Track 12, The Power of G&G. I want you to understand this project. I want you to understand it. I am driven by guilt. Guilt and gratitude. I'm driven by them because I'm so thankful and I feel so honestly guilty and I feel so grateful to my parents and my circumstance. I thank, for, I thank everybody for all those losses I took along the way. 
from the kids that made me drink piss out of a Pepsi can because I couldn't speak English in Dover, New Jersey that probably subconsciously created a scenario where I don't even mention it in the narrative of my youth. That's right, fun fact. I lived in Dover for a year and a half before I got to Edison, New Jersey. The Queens to Jersey thing has Dover erased from its history because of the pain and the punishment that that neighborhood put on me as a little fucker that couldn't speak English. I thank you, Dover. All those losses, I thank not having the speed or the height or the athleticism to allow me to compete in the thing that I love the most in my youth. I thank the school system for creating a game that does not allow the ambitious and creative and the people that see it to succeed in the short term as they try to create the output that they need for their audacity and their blind belief. I thank the friends and family who whispered behind my back, who casted a narrative of my success because I was losing in the framework of the 80s and 90s where college and school was the only variable of an indicator of your success. I thank them. And most of all, I thank my mother and father and my sister and brother who lived in the cocoon that I lived in for the first 18 years of my life that was limited by the friends and family outside of us, that was limited in its vacation time, escapism, that was limited in its abundance that would have become the weapons of my shortcomings, I thank and I have gratitude and guilt for that 18 year framework that created the fucking monster that I am the emotional fucking powerhouse that I am. I thank the world for taking away three of my four grandparents that didn't allow me to get to know them, which created a game that allowed me to not have loss in those early years, that pain. I thank them all, and I'm driven by gratitude and guilt as I create this project on this plane, on this day, in this year, on this moment. And I want my audience to understand that I spit fucking flames and bars for the rest of my life out of guilt and gratitude because I want it so fucking bad for you. I feel your pains and shortcomings. I feel them. I see them. I read them. I sense them. I can taste them. And what I want from you what I want for you is what I have emotionally. And I'm driven by gratitude and guilt. And I try to put you on through these platforms as an <clears throat> as a head nod and a respect to my parents and my status as an immigrant in a country at a time that rewarded that framework. And so I come to you and deliver you the project on the plane. As a collect grant that I hope inspires 
the switch from defense to offense that becomes the fuel to your happiness. And I remind all of you, all your shortcomings and losses and negativity is yesterday. It is all fundamentally behind you. Even the worst of it. And it is up to you to step forward and start positive offense as your new truth. And I beg that for you. And I hope this fucking project suffocated it and inspired it and created it and enabled it. And I love you. Thank you for listening to the Gary V Audio Experience. If you enjoyed the Airplane Project, reach out to Gary on Twitter at Gary V, that's at Gary V-E-E, and let him know which track was your favorite.